How's it going, love birds? You are now tuned in to the Get Relationships Podcast. This is season two, episode four. And you know how we do. It's extremely random. So today I'm actually here with my younger brother and my nephew, Caleb and Remy. And uh, he actually has no idea what we're going to talk about. And we're going to go straight into the questions. So my first question for you is, (laughs) what has been your biggest learning experience from being with multiple women? Biggest learning experience from being with multiple women? Uh, uh, I would say that women aren't play toys. And uh, I, I take that. It took years of experience along with a lot of people, men and women, letting me know that, you know, women... You know, a lot of times you just tend, it's all about the game, right? You know, you get in the games like playing chess and checkers and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. But when you think about another human being, regardless of sex, in that way, it uh, it lowers their value. So for me, women aren't play toys. That is probably the number one thing that I've learned is women are not play toys at all. So at what point did you like <laughs> really reach that realization? Like what happened had to happen for you to realize that? Um, I had my uh, actually nah, I probably wouldn't be Remy. Uh, it would be I. So I have dealt with a lot of women who have mental health issues, and um, you know, I, I guess there's two sides of the coin to that because I've been the guy who a woman has come to for that sort of like reassurance and uh, self-esteem boost along with, you know, just, you know, somebody to talk to. But I've also been the dude who's caused a woman to have to do that with someone else. And, um, Mm. like, looking at it from both perspectives, you know, it it took a long time for me to be able to, like, come to a place where I looked at it from both perspectives. But, you know, it's, you don't, men don't understand the amount of damage that they do to women when they play games with them. Like, you know, what you see is she may be crying or she may be like, well, this really hurts and stuff like that. But you really don't understand the gravity of what it is that you really just did. You know, you really did just crush someone's world. And, you know, where you're like, oh, well, it is what it is. Oh, well, they'll get over it. Like, that's, that's serious. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot serious to some people than it is others. If she suffers from extreme depression and anxiety, clinical depression and anxiety, you know, you've just set her back in her mental state at least six months mm. so that she can recover. Um, it's, it's super, it, it, it actually is super important for you to take into consideration what it is, what kind of damage you will cause this other person with the consequences of your actions. And that's crazy. So, <laughs> so like, <coughs> when you're, when you're like deep into being involved with multiple women, and you're learning these things, did you feel like yourself ever becoming actually attached to one woman at one point? Um, uh, funny enough, I just had this conversation with somebody just the other day. Um, you become a, uh, actually I had it with Matt Um, hopefully, yeah, edit that out. But anyways, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we were having this conversation and it is a very disgusting, unhealthy attachment but you get attached to every woman in some way, shape, or form. Like, people think that it's the, that you have the absence of emotion to do 
what it is you want to do. And actually, it's you not being able to properly cope with something that happened to you when you were younger. Probably your relationship with your mother. It might be the relationship with your father. Or the relationship that you saw your father have with other women. But it's uh, you get attached to every woman. And, you know, you tell yourself different things. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm just using her for sex, right? Like, yeah, I'm just smashing, bro. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, you... You find yourself getting to a place where you talk about some emotional things. You dabble a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just to see if you can get her to feel more for you than you do for her. And that that right there is, you know, that interaction is actually an attachment to that girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need her to be attached to you. That's something you need, you know, so that you can always have. It's a control issue. Like, it's like you having control over her. It's, it doesn't just stop at sex. It's you controlling her. And uh, you do that with a lot of girls. Like, not only that situation, that circumstance. You got, uh, you got like, the girl that you would never commit to, but you want all the benefits of the relationship. Mm. Uh, that's, you know, you, that that is, and that has been me many times over. Like, you know, I want all the trappings that come with the relationship. But I want to be in one. Like, you know, if you want me to be in one, like, that's not going to happen. Uh, and that's another serious unhealthy. Like, that, that's, that ruins women. That's why there's women who commit suicide over things like that. Like, it's really serious. And shit like that isn't cool, man. It's just not. So, uh, I would say that if, you have, if you're dealing with a man whore, you're a man whore yourself, you have some serious emotional issues that you need to be able to work past. Because that's, that's really what it is, man. How do you feel like you work through, you know, your emotional issues um, yourself? Like, how did you get through what you needed to get through to realize what you realized? Oh, I, I still am to this day. Please, you know what I'm saying? Please believe I still am to this day. I have never, I do not have it figured out at all. But for me to get started on that track, uh, that was probably my son being born. And then, you know, I have, you know, my daughter, obviously, uh, just being like, hey, what kind of man do you want to be? Because they're, they're watching. And it, it it took a couple of situations where, you know, my kid's mom would tell me, that she, that she'd be like, hey, you know, Paisley's been doing this and she only learns learned this from you. Or, hey, you know, you're seeing my son, uh, I'll do something. And he'll immediately do something, the exact same thing. She'll try to imitate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing that, I mean, kids don't do what it is that you say kids do what it is that they see you do and that's what it is and that will never change so that bullshit saying of do what i say not what i do like that is probably one of the stupidest things i've ever heard in my life (laughs) that doesn't even equate with how children learn so yeah i think just wanting to be that that um that example for them which is super important and you can start that. It doesn't even take you having kids to do that. You should be doing that well before you have kids. Like, I'm a little beyond the learning curve, but that's something that you should be doing. You should be modeling your life, creating a model life for your children so that they can, you know, that they have that example and you're not trying to learn along the way like I am. Okay. So for someone who is listening to this right now and they're hearing you say things like, okay, maybe something is wrong with me emotionally right now. Like maybe I have some uh, things I need to work out in my past. Uh, Maybe I have some kind of situation that I I haven't healed from with my mom or my dad. Mm. Where does someone like that start? Man, 
don't know if there is like a, a moment in which you can like just start right now. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I don't. I, I'm a hard-headed motherfucker. I've been a hard-headed motherfucker my whole entire life. It's just how I am. Just, you know, you, you know, better than I do. Like, I was like the crash dummy for the whole crew. Like, we're going to let Caleb try it first <laughs> and then report back to us, bro. Let us know how it goes. Um, so, like, for me, uh, it's very, very... Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It, you know, I, I just think that you have to, you have, to have an experience where you you have to have a really shitty experience where you either got done in or you did somebody in and you saw the ramifications of what it is that you did and you're like, damn, all right. Well, so, you know, I'm so like, you had to like feel that internally, like yeah. some kind of. Yeah, I'll, I'm a big believer in the fact that people don't change until they get, um, they have some sort of pain equated with why they should change. Mm. People don't change because something feels good. Because if something feels good, I'm never going to realize why it is that I should change what I'm doing. Right. So, that being said, that's silly. You know what I'm saying? I've always thought that was, like, the stupidest thing in the world. Like, you're not going to do anything until you get yourself in the scenario. Um, so, like, for me, a uh, personal story from when I was younger. I was not really that person. I don't really give a fuck. But, um, my, so I got chlamydia when I was a kid. Uh, I was, like, 16, 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, somebody got me. It just was what it was. Somebody got me. Uh, but all my friends thought it was funny. They're all like, nah, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you, you mess with dirty bitches. Woo, 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 woo. Like, I, and the, the, the reality was I didn't. You know, I got it from a girl who, she was a, you know, a model athlete, great student. You know, she's probably a little looser than she should have been. But she, you know, she, she it wasn't really that bad. Like, she wasn't a bad girl. And, uh. You know, I slept so for the bag for the listener. I slept with everybody in high school. Every all of my whole friend group, they didn't start being promiscuous motherfuckers until they were like, man, <laughs> they were until they were like 20, 21. And they used to laugh at me all the time instead and, until people started getting popped off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you will learn over time why it is that you shouldn't sleep with a whole bunch of girls. Or you'll learn over time why it is you shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that. But it is only equated with pain. Pain right. is the only thing. The pain retains is what my drill instructors used to tell me at boot camp. Pain retains. Like, you'll remember a painful experience well before you remember a good one. Oh, shit. Look at that. Yeah. So... And this question can conclude part one of this, you know, podcast. But I really want to know if you were to start all over, knowing what you know now, how would you do things differently? You know, you being that 16 year old or 15 year old or maybe 13 year old, (laughs) you know, what what, what would you do differently? Oh, I would uh, be a I'd be a relationship sort of guy. I would seek out men who were married and in successful relationships and marriages and I would uh, model myself after them because you're not cool for sleeping with a whole bunch of girls uh you're not cool for playing with people's hearts I used to think that shit was cool and I used to you know act that way too you know what I'm saying like I used to interact that way like you know yeah I just you know I'm out here I'm breaking hearts bitches want me bro you know what I'm saying like you know that's not that's not cool. I would I would absolutely be a one-woman kind of guy. Absolutely. Like, there, yes, a one-woman kind of guy. I'd be in a monogamous relationship. 
I'm not gonna say all that. Because <laughs> husbands and wives, they like to play sometimes too. But uh, <laughs> you know, I would, uh, I would definitely be stick to one woman. You know, you can't, you'll never be great without a good woman by, by your side. Straight up, yeah, it won't happen. You'll never, ever be good without a great woman by your side. Okay, well. Stay tuned, lovebirds, for part two. Part two, we're going to talk about the real consequences of being with multiple women. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed. Welcome back, lovebirds. This is part two of episode four, season two of the Good Relationships podcast. I'm here with Caleb and Remy, and we are talking about the real consequences of being with multiple women. And Caleb, my first question is what I just said. What do you feel like has been not only the biggest consequence that you gained from being with multiple women, but what's something that you've continued to see with each each situation that you've been in? <laughs> Outside of STDs. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. Emotionally, probably. Uh, like, I don't. I don't. One thing I hate about our, our generation, right, is that everyone's like, "Man, I don't trust nobody." Like, I don't, man, no, bro. Like, you know, I'm, I trust myself. This is, and sometimes I don't even trust myself. But, uh, you know, probably not being able to trust women because of being in the so many different scenarios and circumstances. Been with women who uh, are in relationships. I mean, been in this relationship for like three, four years. Uh, I've been in scenarios where, you know, you're supposed to be talking to somebody else. You guys are all on the on the gram or on Snapchat talking about how much you love each other. And the whole time, you know, like, I, boy, like, I was smashing your girl last night. You know, not being able to trust women because of scenarios like that. Also, you know, myself being hurt, being cheated on, uh, been cheated on quite a few times. And, uh, you know, not that I didn't deserve it. Probably did deserve it at the time. I'm not a, a big believer in, you know, oh, if somebody's a cheater, they're a terrible person. No, they cheated for a reason. You had a shortcoming, and they found that in someone else. That's what it is. Unpopular opinion, but it is what it is. Uh, so, like, for me, uh, probably not being able to trust women. Like, just just not being able to trust them. You know, like, legitimately every time, you know, I go to in a relationship or I feel myself falling for someone I'll pull back because I'm like I don't trust you you know what I'm saying for all I know you had somebody else's dick in your mouth last night you know it's just some you know really that's what it is in all honesty so so what's I know you've told me that you've been in almost every situation that anyone can imagine in terms of relationships so what's a situation what's a few situations that you can provide us with that you know someone that that hasn't been in these situations can possibly understand that it's it's not something they should get into you know what i mean uh okay so i've had the i missed out on somebody who could have potentially been the love of my life because i wanted to be a playboy and you know we this was when I was I was about 17, 18 years old. And, um, you know, who knows? Obviously, who knows? 17, 18 years old, you don't know yourself. But I had a girl who was far beyond her years, had been through many different life scenarios, had uh, 
No, she was just a great girl. She, she was uh, staying beside you. Like, you know, I'm going to, uh, like, uh, ride or die type deal. And I passed up on it because I didn't trust her. And now she's about to get married, actually, which is funny. Um, but, yeah, you, when you when you want to be out here with all these different women doing this and doing that, you will not settle down. That's not how this works. I'm not sure why social media puts it out there like that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just have hoes till uh, oh, the right one comes along. Nah, bro, that's not how it's going to happen. It's not. You're too invested in too many different areas. You're scattered. You really want to find the one that you're supposed to be with? Don't have any hoes. Don't even have friends that you flirt with. Just cut yourself all, all the way off from all the pleasure that those kinds of things bring you. And let them come to you. Don't try to grow after them. For real. Like, they'll come to you. Just you give it time. And when I say give it time, I'm not like a couple months. Not even a couple years sometimes. Like, you gotta, you gotta wait. You gotta make sure that you're the person that you need to be for them to attract the kind of person that you want and that you need. So, during that time, I know that you just said that you want to become the kind of person that you want to date, essentially. So, what what are some things that, you know, the listeners can be doing to work towards that? How can they invest their time to build themselves and grow themselves? Don't have O's. Read. Get rid of your, get rid of your ego, because it is literally the only thing stopping you from living the life that you want to live is your ego uh work hard um don't be afraid to be alone accept loneliness sucks but accept it um and i would say exercise exercise your mind exercise your body you have to um What's some, like, content that, that you've been, you know, reading? Oh, <laughs> uh, I just got done reading. Uh, okay, where's that, where that at? I think it's under, it might be under your feet. It's a book. But um, long story short. Ego been, is the enemy? Ego is the enemy. That is, ego is the enemy. It absolutely is. It's been my biggest enemy my whole entire life. I'm a very stubborn, hard-headed Sometimes I'm like, man, my shit don't stink type dude. So, yeah, definitely ego is the enemy. Uh, I recommend Jocko Willink's, uh, uh, what is that? Discipline equals freedom. Um, who else? Uh, the dichotomy of leadership by Jocko Willink. That's really good, too. Uh but also, you know, working out, I recommend getting into a martial art. It's super important to be able to protect yourself. Don't get into one of the bullshit martial arts. Um, you know, my recommendation, boxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, wrestling, uh, kickboxing. Um, you know, learn how to defend yourself. Learn how to take a hit. Because, you know, if you can take that kind of pain physically, you'll be able to take that kind of pain emotionally. Um, yeah, but other than that, man, uh, just that, I would say. Okay. Uh, what's some last advice that you can give to the lovebirds that are listening, the people who are possibly, you know, thinking 
hey, I want to get out here and I want to be with multiple people just because I got my heart broken or I just want to do it because it's how I was raised. You know, what's some some last minute advice you can give to these people? Um, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I would say uh, believe in yourself to have self-confidence. Um, that's the biggest thing. Believe in yourself, have self-confidence. Also, uh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, it's just, there's a lot, there's, there's a <laughs> lot that goes into that. Like, you know, being able to try to wrap something up in like four minutes or whatever it is. Uh, take your time. Take your time. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm sick now. But, uh, I would say, uh, investing in yourself and make sure that you understand what it is you're getting into. If you really want to get into the game of being with multiple people, understand that STDs are a real thing, that having babies are a real thing, that people, you know, if you have a child on the way, I want to let you know right now that children are the greatest, the single greatest thing that we could ever have. I love kids, man, but... Uh, you have to understand you're reproducing with another human being and they have a lot of say in how that child's life goes too so that's something to keep in mind everyone's like oh man I, you know I wear a condom no you don't you're a liar I know for a fact that everybody is not out here wearing condoms um, also you know it, it's you know it's, that's a, it's a dangerous game to play man for real it's a dangerous <laughs> game to play I don't recommend playing Russian roulette with your life like that because it really is playing Russian roulette with your life it's a catch-22, man. You're going to lose. At some point in time, you're going to lose. Whether it be kids, whether it be, um, you know, STDs, it just, you will. Even if it's love, you know, you, you will miss out. So, um, my, my recommendation is to just be a one-woman sort of guy or a one-man sort of woman. You know, I'm not trying to be sexist. Love my ladies out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, stay away from thinking that, quantity over quality. It's definitely quality. At the end of the day, you definitely want quality. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you again, Caleb, for, um, you know, joining me on this podcast. I know you had no idea that we were doing this. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, Lovebirds, thank you as always for tuning into the Good Relationships Podcast. Make sure you tune in to another real and raw podcast you never know who is going to be next you never know what we're going to talk about and if you yourself want to be featured as a guest on the podcast feel free to reach out uh, the links are somewhere in the description and as always stay blessed not stressed